This is the County Life Podcast with Chris Ridgway and Martin Johnston. It's a Thursday evening. Thanks very much for joining us as ever. It was a tough game last weekend. It was a game that we were just saying off air before the game. As a fan, I was looking at it thinking this is one that could go either way. Tough team. We've got our star player out injured, but it was a good win to grind out in the end. Yeah, um, great win because that was their their strongest team. Um, they obviously had Taylor back and Hall and, you know, they had Tate uh, was on the bench. That was how strong their squad was. So um, I thought we needed to quite a few of our attacking midfields like so Darren, Ben, Adam Callum all to step up to so that we didn't see the the, the void that Matty Warburton might have created um, and I, I, like I said on the day because of the collective effort and work rate uh, we didn't miss him and it was a great three points I think it kind of highlights how important Matty is because there wasn't really a like for like swap was there for Matty when, when he came out the system had to change a little bit and we saw Harry Winter come in and He's not a direct number 10. So the, the whole team moved around, but it shows a little bit of the depth you've got. Well, to be fair, I could have easily put Boan Dixon in as the number 10 um, and left Harry Winter out and played Gary. Um, and we could have just played the 4-2-3-1 with that uh, scenario. But uh, what I, I felt is that I wanted to dominate the midfield a little bit more. I wanted to have three strong players in there that could press hard, could sink and protect the back four. And I think with Jimmy Ball, Harry Winter and Gary, we had that. And that left the attacking then up to the to the two wide players alongside Jason. And if we could get some good crosses in or get up the pitch through our wingers, um, we'd provide a service for Jason. I mean, previously, most of Jason's goals have been coming from central attacks created by Warburton, uh, cleverly linking between the 10 and the 9. And I felt that I, I asked the lads during training uh, to create a little bit more in the width of the team and get crosses in. And if we did that, then Jason would get the opportunities and, and that's how the winning goal came about. I think Jason Oswell really displayed not not just his ability to finish, you know, to, to put the ball in the back of the net, but he's he's learning, he's growing because they're three completely different kinds of goals, you know, and there's none of those traditional near post finishes that we spoke about him in, in recent weeks. He's had the calmness and coolness to put a penalty in, a great diving header and a finish from the edge of the box. He's, he's improving already on what's already a great player, isn't he? Yeah, well, um, obviously, rather than doing a Crystal Palace and a Ben Techie shambles, um, we, we, I decided before the game that I would like Jason to take the penalties. Um, uh, I think when you've got a goal scorer in good confidence, then they're, they're the best people to take the penalties. So, so that started Jason off in good vein. Um, the, the second goal, I, I thought, was a tremendous finish because that's a self-engineered one. Um, Whoever's played the ball to might get an assist, but ultimately he's just generated that out of very little. Um, and that's that's what I've seen in his VT from, from Wales. And he scores goals from outside the box. He's um, He knows where he is on the pitch. So when he gets his shots off, he can get them off early uh, and with great precision. Uh, the third goal, uh, again, is typical Jason in terms of uh, that ability to, to read across early and attack it well, uh, despite whatever attention he's getting. So... Three very good goals, and um, like I said, and, and that that type of quality has, has ultimately won us the game. I think we we as a team we do need to improve in terms of our attacking play, our wing play. Um, I've done a lot of work uh, Tuesday and tonight on terms of 
getting the ball down, getting it wide, getting behind the fullback and getting crosses off and putting the crosses into the right areas and attacking the right areas. And, and I think if we see, if we do that, then we'd be more consistent in the goal, te- goal threat, not just from Jason, but from other players that attack the box. Praise all over the park, I thought, on Saturday. One person I do just want to shine a little bit of a spotlight on is Dan Cowan. I thought he was really good. Uh, showed energy, showed discipline. Up that right-hand side, I thought he was a real asset against Spanimore. Yeah, I think this is... Um... You know, something that's been a consistent theme in the last month with Dan. I think everybody's been saying um, when they're looking around for who might be man of the match, Dan Cowan's name has always been in that top three for quite a while. Um, very assured defender, um, great athletic profile. He competes well in the year, fantastic in 1v1s. Um, we felt he needs to learn a little bit more craft as a as a fullback in terms of how we work up the pitch through him. Um, but I think he showed... You know, that he's picked up a few lessons in terms of throw-ins, bounced it, got it back, delivered a great cross. So it's nice for him to get an assist um, for the winning goal. But yeah, he's been a very short performance. Um, and I think perhaps he's, he's shone a little bit more when you think about the goals that we are conceding all coming from the other side of the pitch. I think it sort of shows you how secure we are on that side. One final mention then of the game against Spennymore. We spoke, we sat here just before that game this time, last week and you said it's really important now with Matty being out you're going to really start to look at some of the maybe fringe players is the wrong term but players who've been out the squad a little while Darren Stevenson and Harry Winter were the two in particular who came in and I thought they did a good job on Saturday Yeah I think um, there are are other players now that need to step up and I've said this about Darren Stevenson Harry Winter Sam Walker um, you know even Adam Thomas and Ben McKenna you know Please start delivering now and competing along the same levels of other players. I said at the large board meeting um, about the three aspects I needed to improve, and that was the defence needed to become more solid, more secure individually and collectively. Um, that's still a work in progress. I, I said that the inconsistency on attacking midfield needs to improve. We needed more from everybody. Um, and I think we started to get goals, not just from Matty, who's now a 90-minute player until his injury, Darren Stevenson starting to step up, Ben McKenna, Callum Mantak, ben, Adam Thomas, Bowen Dixon. There's all goals and there's assists within that group. Um, and, and probably the, the other thing that jumps out, apart from the Brackley game, in the other six games, is that the extra time that we've been working on our players is that we've been finishing games strong and getting that 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 last goal. Um, and it's it's been making sure that we've snatched... Um, draws out of defeats and wins out of draws. And um, so that's a credit to the players who are putting that extra work in as well. But but the, going back to your point there is that the likes of Darren and Adam and Ben and Harry, we need now them to come in. And, and when they come in and you look at a bench that's got Ian Normson, Scott Duxbury, Adam Thomas, Ben McKenna, mm-hmm. Bowen Duxon, then you know you've got a, a really strong 16 with, with other players, experienced players at this level, and we can't even get into that 16 at the moment. So you've mentioned a lot of players there who are on the bench looking strong players who are coming back into the squad. It seems like you're very happy with the with the current crop and we don't probably won't be seeing any new faces anytime soon. Well, I, I think we'd be naive to think that um, this is going to be the group that's going to serve us all the way to the end of the season. Uh, I, I think we need more bodies. I think we need to perhaps shuffle the pack. The challenge for the players that are currently coming into the side and um, that we're asking for them to step up, whether that be Harry Wint or the Bowen Dixon, we need to see more. Darren Stevenson, Adam Thomas, Ben McKenna, we need to see more. I think they've got more. Uh, I've seen more in them in the past and I think we'll see more of them in the future. Um, we're conscious that we needed to make sure we had some more options at defence and midfield. But, uh, you know, we've got obviously 
Sam Minahan has had his operation. He'll be back in the spring. Uh, we brought Callum in to cover him. We've got Connor Hampson, who's on a 24-hour recall. We've got people like Sam Walker sat in the stand at the moment, uh, a 17th man. Um, and we've got lots of options on the bench. And I, I, I do feel that the starting team was strong, but when the two lads come off the bench, I think we, we seemed the team lift a little bit and it gave us the edge in that final 25 minutes. So it's not just the fitness, it's also having that depth on the bench. Um, I think there's more to come from six or seven players. Um, I'd like to squeeze more out of them. My job is to get the best out of the current group. And when we get the best out of them, if that's not good enough, then we need to go and add quality. It's a tough game at the weekend. It's never easy, as you mentioned to John after the game on Saturday, it's never easy going up against another team who play regularly. This is a Lancaster team who are they going to want to progress in the Cup in the FA Trophy just as much as we are. Just tell us a little bit what you know about the uh, opponents this weekend. Um, a difficult one to predict. I went to see them against Alstonham. Um, and they got beaten 4-0, but that was an away game. Uh, they've had a fantastic form at home. I know that from Northwich, they're a tough place to go. We, With Northwich, we, we went there in the FA Trophy and got a draw and beat them 4-0 at home, which was Phil's first game in charge. And Their home record was impeccable until last Saturday when he got beaten by Matlock Town. I've spoken to a few managers. We've seen a couple of videos. I've obviously seen him against Solstrom. So we've got a good feeling that. I think Phil will have a few things up his sleeve. Um He'll want to make sure that we, they contain us and they give themselves a chance of, of uh, winning the game. Um, but it, it, you know, the onus is on us to go and win the game. What we have to do is make sure that we don't underestimate the opponents um, because of their situation. Or but we have to respect their home record, the fact that they'll be really highly motivated. This is a big game for them. Um, and they obviously want to be in the next, next round. So uh, for us, it's another game, but we've got to be as professional as we have been Apart from the last half hour at Brackley, we've been, been excellent on the road. Our away form looks pretty poor when you look at the collective over the season. But recently we've we've dug out and got results away from home. And uh, like I said, it's, it's up to us now to, to take the confidence from uh, Saturday's win and take it into Lancaster and make sure that we um, give a good account of ourselves and um, win the hat for the next round. Do your players, do you think, treat it as any other game? This is just just the same as it was last week and the week before in the league a chance to impress you as the gaffer. You you get picked in the eleven, you've got to go out and perform and justify your position. This is not a, a game to be taken easily or taken lightly. Yeah, I think I think that's definitely the case. I think we you know, without referring to them as luxury players or um I think that the team I wanted to go with on Saturday after the Brackley game was a team with more with character, with depth, people that uh, would graft and, and show grit and hence Harry Winter came back into side at the expense of Boham. Um you know, Kalamantak's a hard-working player. It shows in his, his stats. I mean, he put 7.7 kilometres in the first half alone. Gary Stopford for another one. Just a phenomenal um, covered every blade of grass. His heat map from that game was outstanding and on the par with most premiership midfielders. So, uh, from our perspective, is that I want to put out a team that knows how to work hard, outwork the opponents, and then if we can show that bit of quality or get the ball to the players with the quality, then we'll win games. But it all starts with good organisation, a grit and determination to win games and graft. Um, and like I said, that's that's going to be key ingredients when we go to Lancaster, Curzon and Alfredton. Because um, I think the real challenge for our players now is to take the spending more result, look at the few fixtures ahead and know that if we apply ourselves really well, we could have a good strong month where in the new year we could be in the playoffs and the next round of the FA Trophy. Well, Jim, as ever, we look forward to it. All the very best for Saturday. Thanks so much. So Chris Spennymore, 
A hard-fought win, but good to get three points in the bag finally. Spennymoor really was one of those games that could have gone either way before kickoff. You're looking a little bit nervously uh, at the visitors, if we're being honest, you know, especially with the news that Matty Warburton was out injured. Uh, of course, Matty been unplayable the, the weeks leading up to that ridiculous challenge that saw him injured at Brackley. So for County to, to win in the way they did, they looked fantastic going forward. They looked fantastic going forward. But at the same time, we were always a little bit nervy as Spennymore came forward. But County showed the grit. They showed the fight that we've needed to see. Uh, so for them to progress in the way that they did and to show that we can beat the teams above us, you know, we were unlucky to lose against Brackley. We took a draw against Chorley. And, you know, that, that was a game that we could have won as well. Uh, so I think now we've got a run of fixtures where we can really say, right, let's make a beeline for these playoffs. So I think I can guess who your player of the week was, but uh, tell us as well who you want to watch for this week is. Player of the week uh, for me last week. You know, I, I want to start by saying it was a bit disrespectful uh, towards Stephen O'Halloran. I, I, I felt for him because Stephen had a tough, tough game against Spennymore uh, as I dropped my keys. Spenny, he had a tough game uh, against Spennymore. Um, he did well, but it, you know that was not that, that was not the game. For him, I don't think it, what, I don't want to sound negative towards him because he put a real shift in, but it was a hard game for him. Uh, you've then got players on the pitch like Jason Oswell, Gary Stopforth, who deserve man of the match. I mean, look, listen, if a, if a guy scores a hat trick, then he's man of the match. And that's the unwritten rule in football, isn't it? Um, if he scores a hat trick. So there's your man of the match, really. I'm going to give my man of the. Man of the week, uh, player of the week. I'm going to give it to Dan Cowan on the other side, however, because I thought he had a fantastic game. He's really, uh, he's really blossoming in that right back role. Really giving something that you know we thought we were going to lose when Sam Minihan uh, was ruled out for all that extended period of time. Yeah, yeah. Dan's come in. He's looked assured. He's looked confident. So I'm going to give my player of the week this week to Dan Cowan. One to watch this week for me. I'm going to go up top, Jason Oswell. The reason. Uh, I'm saying that Martin is last week he got a hat trick. So now, how do you how do you top that? How do you how do you better that? You know, he led the line fantastically last week against Spennymore. Uh, you know, we, he, even with Matty out as we mentioned earlier. Um, so now it's a case of replicating that, and let's see if you can really get in there, do it again. Hey, get another hat trick, kid. Off you go. Let's see what you can do. So interesting comments from Jim earlier about the squad. What, what do you think about the, the state of the squad at the moment? So one thing we've now heard Jim say is, you know, we're probably not going to be bringing in any new players anytime soon. I mean, this is football, Martin. You know, if the opportunity to sign the right player comes along, then I'm sure, you know, that, that signing will be made. But at this moment, Jim knows that he's squeezing a lot out of some very good players. And the team, as we've seen, is improving over the season. Matty Warburton started clicking into gear. Jason Oswell's getting hat-tricks. So, at the minute, we don't really need to go out and disrupt the flow. Maybe a defender could could be something, but for the time being, I think we're good where we are. 